Do you have itching ears? I'm Garland McWaters, and this is the Spirit of Leading podcast. How do con artists get away with their schemes over and over? Why are some people so easily duped in light of objective facts that refute what they choose to believe? The answer's not a mystery. In fact, it's been studied and researched numerous times. Yet people fall victim to hucksters and con artists every day, and the common reason is itching ears. In this episode of the Spirit of Leading podcast, we're going to delve into this human propensity for itching ears to find out what causes it and why soothing those itching ears can be disastrous. I first heard the phrase itching ears in church when I was a youngster. It comes from the New Testament verse, 2 Timothy 4, 3. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. I can remember quoting that passage many times years later when I was a minister to warn my own congregation that we, that we, were the ones with the religious true truth, that sound doctrine. That's the way, the truth, and the life. And anyone who disagreed must be among those teaching that false doctrine. And I was pretty darn sure I was right about that. Since then, I've changed my tune. The warning goes beyond religious doctrine. It applies to protecting any perceived truth, which we'll call sound doctrine, from those people who want to suit their own desires, that is, they have an agenda, a vested interest. And these people will seek out teachers or leaders, so-called experts, who will tell them what they want to hear. Remember the Seinfeld character George Costanza? Well, he said in one episode, it's not a lie if you believe it. My question is, What causes this affliction of itching ears that compels us to want to be fooled? It's not that we want to be fooled. We just want to feel good about who we believe we are. That need might open us up to being manipulated by hucksters and con artists pretending to share our values But in reality, they're more interested in their own agenda. I stated in another Spirit of Leading podcast that an empowering leader is someone who can take us places we cannot or will not go by ourselves. There's actually a little more to it than that. Implicit in this idea is that this empowering leader places the interests of the followers above her own or his own interests. They are servant leaders who will give themselves up to protect the followers if it comes to that. On the other hand, the huckster or the con artist pretends to be a leader, but their self-interest is their only interest. They have a way of duping followers into believing in their self-serving lies and confabulations, their disinformation and doublespeak, their hyperbole, gaslighting and belittling, to make it sound as if they, and only they, exemplify and protect the real values of the group. (music) 
let's go back to this notion of sound doctrine. The sound doctrine is the core values and beliefs that define that entity, whatever it is. It can be a family, it can be a work group, it can be a community or a business, it can be government at any level, all the way from that smallest town to the largest nation. It's a way of saying, this is who we are, this is what we believe, this is how we act. I presented a podcast entitled, We the People, that talked about the values of our democracy, the United States of America. Our national sound doctrine is embedded in the words of our founding documents that express our core values and principles. We speak of a self-evident truth that all mankind is created equal and of unalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We pledge our allegiance to the principles of liberty and justice for all. And our leaders and military service men and women swear an oath that they will protect and defend our Constitution and to be answerable to the laws of our country and to protect us from all enemies, both foreign and domestic. This is our sound doctrine. And just as the Apostle Paul warned his protege Timothy, there will come a time when pretenders will gain some measure of followership among those within the group who have other interests that serve themselves at the expense of the group as a whole. There will be those within the group who seek personal advantage, who have divisive agendas and values, who seek power to manipulate the system away from its founding values and sound doctrine. And these people will support apostles and teachers who wrap themselves in the trappings of the community. But their goal is to beguile the followers into believing that they are the true leaders who will uphold those values. The reason this works is that some members of the group might truly and justifiably feel disenfranchised, or they might fear they could lose station or stature in the group. The hucksters latch on to those fears and amplify them. They stoke resentments into hatred and sow division and discord to promote factions. Their purpose is not to solve the problem but to drive wedges between subgroups and parlay those factions into a following. The real aim is to gain power for themselves and their patrons who want to wield the power for their own corrupt and greedy purposes. The tactic? Tickling those itching ears. Take those who have grievances and tell them what they want to hear, knowing full well those grievances are merely a means to an end a way to turn a toehold into a stranglehold. The Rolling Stones saying in Sympathy for the Devil, what's confusing or puzzling you is the nature of my game. Of course, the devil, who's often called Satan, is known as the greatest huckster of all, using deceit and lies to lead mankind astray. Remember the Bible story of Eve and Adam and the fall? When they were beguiled by the devil, here's that story from Genesis 3, verses 1 through 7. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say, you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden. You must not touch it, or you will die. 
You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman. For God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food, and pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they realized they were naked. To meet you. Satan appealed to Eve's itching ears. Actually, Eve was content, until she was told that she should not be. Satan implied that God, who represents sound doctrine, really doesn't care about you. He's hiding something from you by keeping you away from this one and only one tree. Why? You can't trust God, but you can trust me. And as I said, the result is what we call the fall. But the bigger story, Satan's true motive, is that he wanted to gig God. He wanted to get to God. So he went after Eve and Adam. The huckster always tickles your itching ears. They find out what you want, or they tell you that you are right and justified to want something that's being denied to you, and they can fix it. I call it temptation. The huckster tempts you into looking at what you don't have or what someone else tells you that you should have instead of seeing what you really do have. You begin to think, well, I'm missing out, or better yet, Someone's causing me to miss out, and I deserve to have what I'm missing out on. So I'm justified in doing whatever it takes to get what I deserve to have, even lying, or cheating, or stealing, and in some cases, killing. A huckster will always play to your emotions, not to your intellect. They find out your desires and grievances and fears, and then they go to work on them. Dave Hill explains in his book, Emotionomics, that everyone wants to be comfortable and happy and proud and successful. Our ears are itching for those who will tell us how to achieve it. Hill and other researchers have shown over and over that our decisions are primarily emotional. Our itching ears want to hear all the reasons that we justify our way of believing and doing. We want to hear our stories about why we are good and why we are just. Everyone wants to shout, we're number one. When we think our superior status is lost or in jeopardy, we run to anyone who will tell us how to regain it or to protect it. Everyone is susceptible to a psychological trap called confirmation bias. Confirmation bias is our tendency to seek out information that supports what we already believe or want to believe. We just cherry-pick the facts to support what we already believe. We also know from research that when those facts are not readily available to support our bias, we are very likely to make up the facts we need at the moment. If you want to protect yourself from hucksters, you must be aware of your itching ears and how to protect them. The first thing to understand is that, to the huckster, you are just a means to their end. They do not, I repeat, they do not care about you as a person. And to the huckster, you are expendable. There will always be another sucker easy to hear his enticing stories. A dose of healthy skepticism will also protect you from your itching ears. 
there's a common wisdom that reminds us that nothing is ever as good or as bad as it first seems. Once we look deeper into the facts, we find the truth is somewhere between the extremes. The skeptic looks for that middle ground. I realize that I, like everyone else, have my biases. And when I'm hearing information that tickles my ears, I pay even closer attention to make sure that I'm not falling for misinformation. Because as the saying goes, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Another tactic I use to keep from being duped is to understand all the foundations of my own version of sound doctrine. I seek to understand both what I believe and why I believe it. I'm willing to shift my beliefs to line up with new facts. I'm willing to redefine myself after critical thought, after slowing down and thinking about things instead of swallowing the lies of a huckster just because he's tickling my ears. Remember, the huckster is tickling your ears because he wants something from you. If your itching ears fall for the lie, the huckster will break your heart and steal your soul. Trust me. Well, that's it for this installment of the Spirit of Leading podcast. I want to thank you for listening. I also encourage you to recognize and appreciate anyone who demonstrates the spirit of leading at work and in the community. Be watching for the next installment of the Spirit of Leading. Sign up to join the Empowered and you'll receive notifications when the next installment is published. You will also receive links to my empowering thoughts. Until next time, I urge you to live empowered each and every day. Encourage the spirit, enliven the heart, enlighten the mind, and enlarge the expectations of living in yourself and in others. I'm Garland McWaters.